0: It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have compiled a list of five things that I have learned from running a studio with a team. And it has been really fun to think of, you know, five things. So it's a little bit grabbable, right? I mean, there's infinite things that we can learn from different experiences. And I guess I really want to share this because I think about yoga and leadership a lot. I think that every 200 hour training should talk about leadership very directly. I think Brené Brown's Dare to Lead book should be required reading of every training. (laughs) I think that if anybody is going to be invited to stand up in front of a room. And even if you're not a yoga teacher and you are a leader of sorts, then this is, I I would say the same. If you're going to be invited to stand up in front of a room and talk to people, then there should be some instruction on how the hell to do that and, and different ways to navigate that. And, and that leads into leadership and how we show up in the room and taking responsibility for for what we bring and our peace and how we can meet others. And so in thinking about this, I want to share about what I have been up to in the past year. And I have just had a a change recently that I initiated. And in this past year, last, last summer, so summer of 21, I was offered a position at a local spa that was um, that included movement, both a studio and a gym, a gym for group fitness as well as an open gym for pers- you know personal training and 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 you know free weightlifting for folks, like an open space for for unscheduled weightlifting. Um, it also includes massage and also includes an indoor hot springs and cold plunge. It's a beautiful facility. It's an amazing community and. I was stoked to be hired there because they asked me to build a team and to run the movement side. And there is a part of me that has really wanted to try that on in a more, um, in a bigger way. And, and I wanted to do it in a way where it wasn't necessarily my capital Right. So it wasn't my studio. And so I was going to go in and and run it, but I'm not having the financial backing for this. Right. And I have no idea where the hell I'm going. Am I going to open a studio someday? I don't know. <laughs> but I am very interested in team building and in discovering what I do or don't like or et cetera. Right. And so this felt like something that I wanted to say yes to. And so I did. And I had done that then since last summer until the end of July, 2022. So I did it for just over a year. And in that time, they helped build a team that I'm real fucking proud of. Nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. It has everything to do with the people who decided to say yes and show up. And, and every person who I brought in had and trained and and said part of being hired here is this is a team that that shows up for and with each other this is a team that gives a fuck about each other and there's so many studios and fitness facilities where everybody operates so independently and and doesn't show up for each other and it doesn't feel like It's a community of people holding the space for people to come and attend classes and to build strength and and find themselves. And it felt really important to me to change that story. My own experiences of that and other people that I've heard from other teachers and trainers, it's the same. And I think we need to rewrite that. What, what can we do that's different then? like, if we were to wipe away all the things that are then how do we how do we change that to be something new? And I'm not sure I have the answers to that right now. But I do know um, that I have learned a couple of things. And the reason that I stepped away from the job is because the job changed a bit. And it made most sense for me. And it was a really hard decision. And I also realized that in that I was not losing any of my connection with any of these people and I'm still a part of the team. I'm just not running the team now. And also (laughs) I think in learning that, that kind of experience, like I am excited for what is to come and other opportunities to be a leader of a team and to uh, kind of gave me this, this opportunity to see where I am a really good leader and other ways that you know in organization like what needs to be done to organize a team what needs to be done behind the scenes where is the right person for the right seat and and what does that look like for team building and that's like a, it's a whole thing and it's a really fun puzzle and who you work with is really important to figure out that puzzle so that's kind of some background of my sharing this of Why I'm sharing it, and then the experience I've had most recently, as then now to step into the space of five things I learned from running a studio with a team. And I feel like it's really important to to point out here that this is not just, these are things that I learned not from me running a studio. I could say that, but I was doing it with a team the whole time even from the very beginning i am coming in there i came in there everywhere i come <laughs> and, and join with 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 folks is with this understanding that i don't have all the answers and the reason that i need a team is because is because other people bring an an important piece and their input is also what makes this space valuable. And so the team aspect is really important. And I referred to all of us as a team and and what is it as a team player, right? Like I, I grew up playing sports and and playing basketball. I love basketball. I still love basketball. And one person doesn't win. It's a team thing. So with that, number one, the first thing, I would like to share is that community is led from the top down. And I do have a problem with saying the top because then there, it feels like there's a hierarchy. And really I think of this as a circle for a team or a circle. And also in the structure of business, um, the order of who has decision making power. And so for me, I had people who were the directors and the owners and all of those sorts of people that were above me in pay grade and in responsibility of the of the people that they were helping navigate, et cetera, right So I'm in this middle management role with running the studio and the gym and the team that goes from kickboxing and strength classes to, aerial yoga and Pilates. I don't have to teach all those. Those are just, you know, there's a wide array of classes and really amazing offerings. And in this, then there's like really this belief that I've heard so often in the yoga world that teachers will say, yeah, the yoga community is is really fantastic, but that's not how I feel about, about it with other teachers. And I'm like, what? Doesn't make any sense. So, in saying that community is led from the top down, I mean, even taking my role out of it and just saying, as a teacher, as a fellow teacher at that space, my connection with other teachers is a builder of the community that then can be <laughs> expanded upon by the members, by people, by students who come, by people who practice. That if we aren't connected as a staff and as teachers and as leaders, then how can we expect to have a community of practitioners who are connected? And if we think that practitioners are connected and that's a beautiful community, how much more powerful of a community can it be if we are connected as the leadership? And where our connection and the importance of having team meetings, where we have those opportunities to interface and to problem solve and to listen to one another, that is really a framework that sets up our success as a whole. And that is something that feels really important to me. And so jumping into number two is that people really want feedback. They want idea sessions. They want mentoring. When you become a teacher or a trainer, you get the training and then you're left alone in the room and you're like, okay, see ya. Goodbye. Good luck. <laughs> and, and it's lonely. So another important piece about this team and about if you're going to lead a team, if you're going to be the team leader here, um, as I was, then, showing up with others is going to be an important thing to go to classes, to give people feedback, to to make sure that they realize they're not alone in the room. And part of that is to encourage other people on the team to also show up in classes. And some of this is also, you know, making that time to connect with the people that you're working with and are they happy doing the things that they're doing? And it takes time to do leadership shit. Like that's why I think it's important to read Dare to Lead and to learn about empathy and learn about how we can meet people and understand the nuance of each other. This is why I think it's important to to look at how um, things like use tools like Human Design and how do people work and and personalities and. And are people happy with what they're doing? Are they teaching the classes they want to teach? Sometimes there's some nuance in different ways people can teach. How is their schedule? Are they having any, like any sort of situations with students that, that are interesting? Do we know that they are in the right place and it takes time. And so much of my time in this position uh, was spent connecting with people, um, I mean, there's other admin sides and talking with you know directors and things too. But, but there's so much of the team building pieces of it that, you know, I'm talking to those instructors, a team of over 20 people, and I'm I'm talking to probably messaging at least eight of them a day, and and having conversations, whether phone call or text messages, um, and that's a piece of it. So number three would lead right into this and saying when you ask for ideas. From this team, because number one, I think you should (laughs) not number one, we'll say point A, (laughs) three point A, ask for ideas. And three point, three B is act on them. Because when you act on the ideas that your team gives you, it's going to validate that they're important, right? Like, and if you're trying to come up with a solution to a problem, then do do you have all the answers, or does the team have the answers, or can you build something together? And I think when you build something together, when people feel like they have skin in the game, like their creative experience is is a, a piece of the puzzle, they feel a sense of ownership. They want to own the shit out of that. I know that's how I feel. If somebody's asking for my input, and I I felt very connected to the space because I was giving a lot of my creative energy here. And, and so I wanted to incorporate that with this team and they were showing up in the space. And if I was allowing them to have input and creative energy, then that makes them feel like they have ownership in the space and they're buying in. And if we are going to be a team leader, like if we're going to be team leaders, we want the folks that we work with to buy in and, that is going to be really helpful to do <laughs> like are really possible to do if we, if we include them. And that doesn't mean it's going to be with every single thing. Right. But there are some times that that can be really powerful. Point number four is don't underestimate the power of five minutes. So many times we can it doesn't matter if it's with teachers or with our our kids or with our friends or their lovers or their siblings or parents or who the hell, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, Five minutes of connection. And like, literally I'll just talk about texting. If you text somebody for five minutes and uh, using social media, right. Even social media and responding to somebody's random story. So I'm just going to talk about my team. So as a team leader, if I'm connected to the team that I am fostering and I am leading them and helping them hone their, their leadership tools or their leadership skills, and very much our our meetings were about leadership, we're reading Brené Brown as a team and, you know, all these things, then I would respond to their stories, Where they're like walking their dog or going for a run or traveling somewhere or have a cute pair of shoes or lifting a ton of weight or going dancing or like chilling on the couch. I don't know. (laughs) Like, what can you respond to and have a conversation that's not about, did you check people in for a class? And did you clock in? And when are you going to get me that thing? And what about this? And what about this? All these asks. Like, where do we connect with people where we don't ask them to do anything for us? And it's just for the sake of connection. And again, that takes time and energy and attention and is also powerful as AF. Last thing is, is that you can turn a pain point into your superpower. And leadership can be lonely. And if you're a studio owner or you're helping manage a studio, like shit can be lonely, right? And let's say, for example, that you are feeling like nobody is seeing what you're doing and it's so behind the scenes, or maybe you're talking and people know, but like, there's no compliments. Let's say there's no compliments being given to you. Let's say you're feeling a lack of appreciation. You're feeling like maybe you're having so many asks and nobody, it doesn't feel like anybody is seeing you. There's no connection that can be a pain point that can drag you under. And you are so much more valuable than that. Like you are so valuable that you being drug under by, by this pain point is going to hurt everyone. So my encouragement is this, because we don't have Control over anybody else and what anybody else is doing or how they respond or how they react. I mean, we can certainly have conversations. This is a whole other thing. Like we could have conversations about how to maybe navigate. Um, I want to say the word validation, but validation and recognition and acknowledgement. I really just think it's acknowledge. How can we acknowledge each other? And if it's not happening and if you're feeling a lack, and it could be any, anything, right? Use that as your superpower, flip that on its head. And if you are feeling like you're not being appreciated, start appreciating everyone else. If you're feeling like every time somebody comes with to you with an ask and there's no acknowledgement, acknowledge the Hell out of everybody else because if if they're not like if you're not getting it, then other people just assume other people aren't getting it. Perhaps there needs to be a rebuild of culture of how people are interfacing and interacting with another, and perhaps that that comes with acknowledging each other, and maybe it can begin with you. And maybe that isn't the answer you want, but your energy when you show up in the room changes the room. And you get to choose what that is. And you get to choose if you're going to arrive in your joy and in the way that you are complimenting others and appreciating others and leading from the front, lead from the front. Right. And I think, uh, I've shared this before on the podcast, who knows what, what episode, Siever. <laughs> focus more on being interested than being interesting. That's what leading up from the front is. That's what leading a team is, where you're focused on the people and on empathy and on, and on helping the people that you are working on a team with feel like they're part of the team. Like they're a puzzle piece that's important, that's, that the story is not complete without them, that they are in a seat, that they feel immense joy, that they feel bought in, that they want to build with you. Where they are feeling heard, where they're feeling connected, and where they feel like, even if you're the leader, they feel like they're just as valuable as you, even if you're getting paid more. That was the team kind of spirit that I wanted to build. There is like more things that I could say. But I think this is making me feel emotional at this moment that not everybody is gonna like me. Not everybody does, in fact. Because not everybody is wired the same. And and that is wonderful. That's what I want. I don't want everybody to, to be me or to like me. There's people that are out there for you and it doesn't have to be me. And also I can own the hell out of who I am and show up in the room. And I'm not trying to be the expert. I'm trying to be the leader. And what a leader means to me is where I am a piece of the puzzle. I'm an important piece, right? Like, things are bigger than me, but they need me. And I I think about that often. And if you are a leader of a studio, if you are an owner, if you are a studio manager, if you are trying to navigate how to build this type of team, how to keep people together, maybe some of these points are helpful for you. And if this is interesting, I, my, my, my email is open. Send me a message and or book a time, book a time with me. We can have a conversation. I would love to support you in your journey. If that is something that you feel called to do, like pay attention to how it feels in the middle of you. Like, what is it that you need? How is it that having support or, or feedback about as a leader? And what is that? What is that? What is that inkling in you that, that support would help propel you and your community to be more connected. Mm. 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 Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I, I love (laughs) that things are good and good learning. And I am so, so grateful for the experience that I had at this particular location. It's what I wanted And the people there are amazing to work with and situation change, which is totally fine. And I guess a a last word is that I would tell my team almost, I don't know how almost, but I would I just would tell them often. I told them definitely more than once that I trusted. I said I trust that if you're here you want to be here and we're a community of movers that means we move that means all of us are not going to be here forever but it does mean that while we're here we're going to make a difference with each other and we're going to learn how to be the best leaders possible and in me setting that up with them that i trusted that they were going to be there if if that was the place for them is the same for me and trust is such a huge piece of leadership and, and showing up in a way that if you say you're gonna gonna do it and and be there and it's laid out and you understand what show up and be there and and do it means sometimes that can be unclear and that can cause um, some frustration but that trust piece that's what I'll close with thank you for listening thank you for being a leader you are a leader no matter where you are no matter what job you do you are a leader in some way and you matter